0: Google Argo Electrical Services, North Georgia's premier electrician. Call 770-596-1437 today. So you want to install a standalone generator at your own. So some questions you need to ask yourself. First off, what brand am I interested in? The top left, you see a 24KW generator from Generac. The top right, you'll see a 20KW Cummins generator. These are advertised for extreme cold applications. The bottom left, you see a 22KW Briggs and Stratton. And the bottom right, you see a 12KW Kohler generator. And this one comes with a built in pad. So just so you know, KW means kilowatts, all right? And, you know, that's whatever watts you got, like 22 watts times a 1,000 or 22,000 watts. That's how much energy that these units will provide. So the next question is, what size do I need for my home? Well, I'm sure you're saying, well, how the heck do I know? So you want to add up the total applied wattage and add your calculated results to determine how much power requirements for your home that will likely be demanded during an outage. You divide those total watts by a thousand to find kilowatts and add a 20% safety margin. The final number is your maximum, I mean, your minimum generator capacity requirement for your home. So I've included here the formula for that power in watts equals voltage in volts times current in amps, which is P equals V times I. So here it is all written down again. You got power in watts equals voltage in volts times current in amps, P equals VI. Divide the total by 1,000 and multiply the answer by 125 percent the reason you want to multiply it by 125 percent is the code is figuring that when this thing's running more than likely it's going to run for more than three hours continuously well time that we do load calculations on motors or heavy equipment in the code we multiply it um times 125 percent as far as the demand factor is concerned. All right. So if you go to Generac's website, they actually have a uh, calculator installed there, and um, you can give them your zip code along with um, the size of your house. Um, It throws in the, uh, you know, the the lighting demand and, and the regular outlets, by square footage then um you know then it'll ask you some questions about your appliances do you have electric range do you have you know electric water heater um do you have a garbage disposal do you have uh um you know two air conditioners or whatever all these questions so the the picture that i have here with the 5800 in $69 um, retail price, and that includes the transfer switch. And um, it's saying installation and taxes, shipping not included. So the transfer switch does not come. You would have to pay somebody like me to install it and, um, of course, the uh, shipping and handling. Um, so anyway, um, but just so you know, um, I do have an all-electric home. And the square footage in our home is about 1,500 square foot. All right. So the next thing you need to ask yourself is what type of fuel is available on my property? Like I just told you, you know, my home is totally electric. So we don't have a natural gas feed. And we actually live in the county and not in the city. So, you know, um, if we were to install one of these, totally standalone generators, um, you know, we'd have to fuel the generator with, um, you know, uh, LP gas, okay? And so, um, like I said, what type of fuel is available? So on the left here, I've got an example of an 80 gallon LP gas tank, okay? And um, this right here is a picture of, you know, a natural gas gas meter. And um, and then this one for larger applications is a diesel fuel tank, 150 gallon. Um, I believe you have to go over 45 KW to uh, even use diesel, at least as far as Generac is concerned. But if you had a property on a farm or something like that where diesel was readily available, You know, um, it might be worth your money to, you know, to do that if you're already, you know, had diesel. So the next question you need to ask yourself, you need to find qualified contractors, Um, you know, uh, just depending on your setup. Because if you do have to set a gas tank, um, you know, probably would like to get a plumber out there to um, run the gas lines from your gas tank to your new generator. So the next thing I would say is to create a budget. And the one reason I gave you the price is to just kind of give you an idea of where your starting price is. So, um, you know, you want to know whether or not you want an automatic transfer switch, Um, you know, if you're into the point of buying a total standalone generator, the transfer switches are definitely the way to go, okay? These guys will be placed, you know, um, in between the load side of your meter base and, you know, your interior electrical panel feeding the home. Um, What happens is the transfer switch senses that there's no energy being served to, you know, your uh, panel in the house and I mean it's really quick it's got control wires that run from the the transfer switch to the generator and after like 10 seconds of being out that uh that transfer the the transfer switch sends a signal to the generator the generator cranks and the transfer switch closes which what it does is it disconnects the power from the power company, you know um, it, and um, and locks in the switch from the generator. Then the generator is providing the power for your home. And if you have the money, this is definitely the way to go, because um, you can monitor the uh, the generator remotely via Wi-Fi. Um, if you have Wi-Fi in your home or whatever most homes do. Uh, you know, it'll talk to that and, you know, and you can see what's going on from your phone. Um, um, You also want to consider digital load management with these generators. I can't really speak for the Briggs and Stratton and the Kohler or the Cummings, but I'm sure they have some kind of option. The digital load management, what it does is this allows you, one, to be able to buy a smaller size generator and you can basically, uh, figure out, you know, what are the most important things to run? And what I'm getting at is like, if you've got, you know, um, a furnace, two furnaces, two compressors for, you know, your central heating and air, um you know your stove your water heater your dryer whatever these digital load managers are going to make a decision of which one's more important once you get to the point to where you're maxing out like once when when an air conditioner cuts on the starting um use is not nearly as high as it is once it gets running Um, you know you can set it to the main level of the house where the bedrooms are run that first and the second AC or even third AC unit um, could be two and three, the water heater after that, the the range, the dryer, so on and so forth. Um, it can get a little expensive, but if you live in a remote area um, and, you know, there's a tornado or something like that, or, you know, let's just, you know, let's be real. There was a, uh, Uh, A major meltdown, you know, at your utilities distribution point. You might be out of power for four or five days. Um, If it's freezing cold or if it's steaming hot, you know, this would provide uh, some wonderful options for you. Okay, so here's some options for your load management. So... Once again, digital load management modules control. The DML modules controls appliances that require large amounts of power, two air conditioners, for instance. Each load is assigned a priority and is wired to its own module. So what this is, is we got a pyramid of power distribution, just so you can kind of, in your mind, understand how you know this whole thing flows um, you got the utility at the top of the pyramid um, the service entrance which is where your meter base is located for larger homes we've done some homes around here that's got 400 amp meter bases 300 amp meter bases that'd be a meter socket with 250 amp main breakers or two 200 amp main breakers, or even three 200 amp main breakers for a 600 amp service. And then behind that, which is what's in the house, leaving the perspective panels, the interior of the home, or your branch circuits. And this is what you need to use to figure out, you know, your total wattage. Um, once again, my name is George with Argo Electrical Services. We do these kind of installations um, on a regular basis. You got to know these installs should always be permitted Um, first and foremost. If there was any kind of catastrophe after the fact, and you had some kind of you know uh, catastrophic damage to the home, the house burned, someone got hurt, or whatever. If you did not have this work permitted by licensed individuals, the insurance companies would never pay. And the utility company has to have knowledge of any potential power injection. That way they know, you know, to be mindful that you at 1313 Mock and Murn Lane have a you know 26 KW generator installed, and anybody working on the power lines close to there needs to always be mindful that there's potential for a back feed. These automatic transfer switches stop that, but you've still got to notify Power. Google Argo Electrical Services, North Georgia Premier Electrician, call 770-596-1437.